And now these huge health organizations are literally reversing what they said a few years ago. Things like natural immunity is now recognized by the Lancelet. And this was pushed off as a conspiracy theory, wacko conspiracy theory three years ago when it's literally one of the most simple basic principles of human health. And this is the way that these people operate. They'll take simple basic truths and spin them to be the complete opposite. And I call the truth a lie or a conspiracy theory. The mainstream Western medical system as a whole, they're undergoing such rapid change and the corrupt aspects of what they've been doing is going to be brought to a halt and they've got a huge knockout blow coming shortly. And a lot of the people within the industry don't even know it because they're so blinded by what the media has been telling them. What the hell? A fitting title for this revelatory episode as we discuss mushrooms studied by the military, the distinction between different CBD brands, as well as what does FDA approved really even mean? Also, if you've experienced the classic holistic versus modern medicine conversation, where you know certain herbs and adaptogens can treat or even cure a family member or friend of an affliction, but then you receive pushback from the rest of the family who aren't educated, mind you, or willing to educate themselves, and then just the general population and, of course, big drug doctors. Yeah, this episode is for you. And maybe think about sharing this episode with them after you give it a listen. In fact, invite everyone you think would benefit from healing themselves to rate this show on Apple or Spotify. So who am I and why did I decide to host this show? Well, after unraveling all of the medical lies I had been told about my endometriosis, I educated myself and was able to heal myself after 17 years of debilitating pain. Whether it's endo or any other painful disorder labeled as chronic, we expose the lesser known solutions that can heal your mind, body, and your spirit. My experience inspired me to create and to live my art. So I started an ongoing art series about it, which I titled Every Phase, where I powerfully illustrate how I healed myself as I live by the phases of the female cycle and Freudian rhythm clock. This month's focus is the follicular phase, and the featured piece is titled Hansha Ze Shonen. The translated meaning is no past, no present, no future, and is a Reiki level two symbol used to send distance healing across time and space. Watch for its release on the last Friday of this month and be the first to see it by subscribing to the series on my website, MeredithOchoa.com. While you're on the site, pick up a signed copy of my augmented reality AR interactive book titled Face Your Shit, Heal Yourself, capturing all of the art pieces from the first year of the series. Even though I was lied to for years by doctors promoting Big Pharma, I was able to find experts who helped me achieve what I thought was impossible. This show introduces them to you. Today, we are chatting with the owner and CEO of Ascent Nutrition, Lance Shuttler. His passion for research, brain health, neurogenesis, nutrition, and biohacking led him to begin Ascent Nutrition, a health and wellness company with a mission of offering deeply transformative and helpful nutrients to as many people as possible and to help bring about a greater collective shift in human consciousness and health. Having graduated from the University of Iowa with a degree in health science, 
Lance brings deep experience within the health and wellness fields, as well as a well-rounded perspective of the nutraceutical industry. He has worked in three major areas of this industry and saw many inefficiencies and shortcuts that were still and are still being taken by many in this field. Lance is a contributing health and wellness writer at the Epoch Times, and his work also includes the topics of regenerative agriculture, resource-based economies, and quantum technologies. Lance, what a privilege it is to have you on Face Your Shit, Heal Yourself. Before we dive in, I would love to know what you had for breakfast this morning. That's a great question, Mara. That's so actually I have had nothing for breakfast. And the reason wow. is because I really enjoy intermittent fasting and I typically will fast through the night and then into the morning. And I'll typically have breakfast around 11 or 12. Nice. All right. So basically whatever they're putting in the air for breakfast is what you've had. Yes. And sunlight. And sunlight. Absolutely. Air and light. What else is there? Really? Exactly. It's all just ether. Exactly. Right on. I wish that I knew about your company, Ascent Nutrition, way earlier on my healing journey. Definitely would have helped in several areas. And the products you've created have just had such an incredible impact on my continued health journey now. I'd love for you to share the story of how you came to face your own shit and then who or what gave you a push in that direction. Yeah, great question, Mary. Thank you. So back in 2008, I had a family member who was going through bouts of depression and he had not really taken any pharmaceuticals for it and was not taking anything naturally for it. I just really didn't wasn't aware of any of this stuff at the time. And what ended up happening over a period of months is this person ended up taking his life. And it was really the catalyst for me and for people around me, for us to start waking up to see what's really going on in a lot of different ways. First with the pharmaceutical industry, the healthcare industry, but then getting into what really is health and what is medicine and what is happiness. And how do we actually help the brain and the mind when it's not at its peak and when it's not happy and when we're not in a place where we feel like we're full of life and happiness and joy? Right. Wow. Yeah. And I love that question that you posed. What is health? What is healing? I did a whole art piece on that. And I think it's something too. At a certain point, when you become educated in all of this and really start taking responsibility for your body, you get to decide what does healing look like for you. It can be individual sometimes for some people. It's just getting out of bed. You know, that's healing. Just being able to live a normal life. Definitely an interesting, interesting question, I think, for people to marinate on. I first came across your work on Arcana Shores. Shout out to Kristen and Jason. I love it. <laughs> listen and i listened to your presentation on some of the studies of pine pollen tincture and the main appeal was for my own healing for what i needed the endocrine support libido support healthy hormone function and i have never felt 
anything quite like this. It's just so nourishing. And I wish that when I was experiencing pelvic pain, working with my pelvic floor physical therapist, and then as well as working through the sexual trauma I experienced, I've never taken anything that made the whole womb area feel really alive and, like I said, just nourished. So this leads me to asking you about that statement. I need to ask my doctor, which I know can be really frustrating because most Western medicine doctors aren't even trained at all in nutrition. And then there's this split between medical community, between people who are looking at those nutrition facts and then of how the body actually functions and then those who aren't. So what do you wish more people understood about your industry and about health, as you spoke about earlier in general? Yes. So. Okay, I'm going to go back a little bit and I'm going to come back to answer this question because it'll add more context in as well. So when I was in school, this was a couple of years after this happened with one of my family members. I was in school and I ended up getting to a place where I was just so fed up and disgruntled with the education system and especially with what we were being taught about health and wellness and just the different sciences. And I realized that after really getting into it, the science and like understanding the education system and understanding media and propaganda and all that stuff, I really started to see that while most people have great intentions and they really are trying to help and do their best, the system as a whole has been set up to not really help us get to the true answers of health and wellness. And so it's created this situation where, as you know, we have to, as individuals, dig deep into the health and wellness and into our own healing if we are really going to get to a place of where we want to be at in relation to health. Of course, there's many doctors, many naturopaths, clinicians, practitioners out there who help and can help facilitate the process of healing, but it does come back to one's individual self. And so what has taken place over time is this math, we call it brainwashing, but you know, it's really just how we've been educated and miseducated on what health and wellness is. And the masses, the general population, the average person doesn't have the information that we should have access to. We've been told just such basic mundane things as it relates to health and wellness. And coming back to your question, it starts with what we've been told in relation to doctors and the medical system in that don't question the doctors, because if you don't have a medical degree, who are you to talk about health and wellness? Who are you to talk about healing and topics like that? That's what the, the zeitgeist has been in our, in our world, but that has changed so much, especially over the past couple of years, because of the whole global situation and because of what we've seen come out, seeing the media huge health organizations and individuals in the health and wellness field lie through their teeth about so many different things. And it's no doubt that the awakening has been sped up and people just don't trust the mainstream system. So I want to caveat this by saying I'm definitely not taking any hits at any doctors or anyone who's put the time in to earn those degrees. They certainly have the knowledge that they've earned. But we all, we also know that knowledge is very compartmentalized and there's a whole other world out there when it comes to health, wellness, nutrition, medicine, diet, lifestyle, 
optimization, all of that. And your average medical doctor undergoing Western medical training is getting so little of that. It's no doubt that they don't have the answers. Like we know they don't have the answers because they aren't giving the information to begin with. So many of these medical doctors and functional medicine doctors, they've had to seek this information out because they themselves have become disgruntled with what the system has been. So long story short, what do I want or what do I think more people can benefit from or how does this tie in to that? It's that we need to take back our own power because we as individuals are responsible for our health and healing. No one else. And yes, again, we can and should seek support and guidance and help from others, especially those who are qualified to do so. But at the end of the day, it does still end up coming down to you to implement those changes or make those changes, make the fix, you know, do the different things that it's being suggested to improve one's health. So I think it's really just begins with the education and it starts with podcasts like this and so many other podcasts that people do to get the good information out there. It's like I've said before, you get hit by a bus, you better make sure you got a Western medicine doctor to put you back together. But for everything else, it's not designed for that. And then like you were saying, they don't have the education. And then the people that do have become disgruntled because the way that the business of it is set up. And that could just be a whole other episode. The bought and paid for system for profit. I think you're absolutely right that people are taking their power back and people are waking up because of not only things going on in the world, but just where we're at with all of the information out there that's completely undeniable at this point. So thank you for sharing that. I feel like most people listening to this show have probably experienced the holistic versus modern medicine conversation where they know certain herbs and adaptogens can help someone or maybe even cure someone, a family member perhaps of an affliction, but then they receive pushback from other family members and just people in general. And then of course, big drug doctors can you share your thoughts on this and then maybe how to approach these topics in conversation? Yeah. So, you know, again, it's the education that it comes down to, and it's really ensuring that people can get the information, but there is often, as we both experience pushback, when you try to suggest things to people. I've learned over time, first and foremost, like I've really backed off on that for the most part, because often if it's not being asked for, they aren't going to be interested. I mean, you can tell if someone's interested and if you can maybe slip something in there or drop a little hint as to something that might open the door, but it depends on where they're at in their journey, of course. But that I think is, it's something that it, it's a fair question to come back to, or it's fair to push back on, Hey, you're not a medical doctor. Like, why should I listen to you? Shouldn't I just listen to my doctor? It's a fair question. But again, it comes back to the cultural programming that's been undergone. And all these medical doctors have been part of this too. The system as a whole at the top, they've needed the medical industry to carry out their agenda. And so it does not behoove them to tell the doctors what's really going on. They need to keep them asleep too. And that's exactly what's happened. And so I think the best thing to do is just see 
if you are trying to help someone around you, see where they're at really in their journey. How open are they to information? Certainly the past couple of years has woken up so many more people and so many more people are distrusting of the system because of what's taking place. So I think just dropping hints and dropping seeds has been useful and valuable. And now I think we can start pushing the envelope more with people because we've seen all these lies be exposed and come out. And now these huge health organizations are literally reversing what they said a few years ago. Things like natural immunity is now recognized by the Lancelet. And this was pushed off as a conspiracy theory, wacko conspiracy theory three years ago, when it's literally one of the most simple, basic principles of human health. And this is the way that these people operate. As you know, they'll take simple, basic truths and spin them to be the complete opposite and call the truth a lie or a conspiracy theory. And something that you and I had talked about Meredith, and that I think it's important to say is that the mainstream Western medical system as a whole, they're undergoing such rapid change and the corrupt aspects of what they've been doing is going to be brought to a halt and they've got a huge knockout blow coming shortly. And a lot of the people within the industry don't even know it because they're so blinded by what the media has been telling them these huge governmental organizations that really don't have an interest in the people's health but it's more about control and power and a lot of other things. But the people within the system, there's certainly the awakening happening there for sure. And we can see that these outdated systems within the Western medicine model is collapsing and it's happening quicker and thankfully so. Now, of course, all the good aspects of medicine will stay and continue, but all the things that have been fraudulent and not really helping people, those will collapse. And again, a lot of the people within that industry, they don't even know it because they've been blinded so hard by the propaganda and the lies. And so my overall point is that for the people who are still fully bought into the Western medicine model and don't you dare question your doctor and all that, they're going to be very open here, I think soon, because they will have no choice. They're going to see a lot of these crimes come out and people being held responsible for the crimes that have been committed. And it's going to shatter their belief in this Western medicine model. And it's a great thing and bring it on faster, please, because the world needs it. The world definitely needs it for those who are experiencing chronic disease and in pain every day unnecessarily. And then it's something like, oh, just eat organic foods or, oh, just get rid of gluten. Or it's like something that if you had just been educated in nutrition and the truth hadn't been so hidden and buried, it was very true in my story, you know, in years of finding these answers. And now, just now, short three years that I've been healed learning, oh yeah, women are on a completely different clock than men. Oh yeah, there's these four phases every 28 days. Oh yeah, the like, Hormones and brain chemistry and birth control cuts all of that off. Wow. Like it just the education and it's simple truth. The truth will always be there. It doesn't require your belief in it to exist. That's another thing. You don't have to believe in it. Only lies require that. Only lies require that to stay alive. Your belief. And so it's like we really do have all the power. And that slow drip, I think, is great advice. Show them this show. Show them this episode, actually, 
as for anyone that is even considering a more an alternative path, which I believe will soon be soon not be named alternative. It will be just become the norm because it is based on truthful, factual information. They're counting on us staying asleep. And they're definitely counting on doctors and everyone not being educated. They're counting on it. Exactly like you said, the slow drip and then also just educating yourself and then you'll then end up attracting other people. That's definitely been true in my life. Same here. Absolutely. When you start looking and seeking for those answers, the people and the information come. Yeah, they do. And then that support system naturally forms, which is, like we were saying, part of the changing worldview. And this split is completely going to shatter. People becoming educated, people becoming responsible for their health, all of that becoming mainstream, not displacing it to the person in the white coat. Okay, I'll do whatever you say because you have a white coat on. You went to this school and you got this thing signed and it says that I should listen to you, which is all made up, of course. But it brings us towards a mainstream agency. One of my favorite questions. Let's talk about it. Are your supplements FDA approved? Let's clear up some of the mystifications around this certification. Yes, that's a great question too, Meredith. So, okay, the question that people will come back with, just like you said, are your supplements FDA approved? Okay, no. And we choose for them not to be, okay? And I'll explain why. So people will ask that and go, okay, then they haven't looked at your supplements. They're not approved. So you can't sell them or you can, you're doing this illegally. No, no. Okay. Supplements are listed as dietary supplements. And as long as a company or a person associated with the company isn't making statements of this is going to treat, cure, or prevent X, Y, Z, then the pharmaceutical industries and their language of what they use says that, okay, that they're not marketing this as a drug because again, in their language, in their world, only drugs can treat, cure, and prevent. Okay. And so for something to be classified as a drug, you have to go through several different clinical trials, all go through all the hoops with the FDA. And then, and only then, and millions of dollars later, can you get your product listed as, okay, this product is going to treat or cure or do X, Y, Z. Okay. So this is why supplement companies have to say, this product is going to support your healthy blood pressure instead of saying this product is going to lower your blood pressure, or it's going to lower your high mm -hmm. blood pressure. Supplement companies in, in the FDA world, they want co companies saying this is going to support your health and wellness or support your brain health, things like that. So now the second part of this is that just because we aren't submitting these products for FDA approval to make statements does not mean that they are not involved. They're a hundred percent involved just to even have products produced. The facilities have to be FDA approved. Right. And if any company is doing that without an FDA approved facility, they're putting themselves at extreme risk. And most companies won't do that because they understand what the ramifications are. Secondly, the FDA, although they're not 
looking at every single company or every single product, they do check on companies to make sure that the language that companies are using is not treating, curing, things like that. So we still play by their rules. It's just that, again, we aren't putting millions of dollars into a clinical study to just be able to say, this is going to lower your blood pressure. So this is the huge thing. It's a lot of misunderstanding. The media has fed into this 100% as well. They write these hit pieces and the products aren't even FDA approved. Of course they're not. No one else is, is because no one's doing that. So they rely on people's ignorance and just looking at headlines and reading articles briefly and not really getting to the facts. So um, again, you want to look at things that are actually going to help people. It's not the synthetics that are hyperpotentized, aka pharmaceuticals. It's the natural world and the natural compounds that the body naturally recognizes. Because as you know, Meredith, when a pharmaceutical comes into the body, and of course, yes, they can be useful in certain times and certain situations, of course, but as a whole, they are synthetic. The body is not going to recognize them as a natural compound for the most part, most of these substances. And so it's going to start rejecting it. And though a person's symptom might go away or might improve, the underlying health issue most likely is not unless they address whatever is actually going on to cause that issue. So the pharmaceuticals are great for symptom management, not so great for actually getting to the root. 100%. And it really is, sounds like completely pay to play kind of system. So basically everyone that has the FDA approved what it kind of labeling means really they paid for it, not necessarily anything based on this actually works is really what I took away from what you said. It's based on money. Yes, because with these studies that they'll do on pharmaceuticals, of course, some of them actually do produce the results that they're looking for. But again, it's just symptom management. And then on the flip side of this, it's so easy to craft studies to prove what you want. And that's exactly what is done often. I don't want to say always, but often. Because if they're putting in millions of dollars for this, just for one trial, and you got to do two or three trials, these companies have incentivization to make it work too. They don't want this to fail. They can't have it fail. So they'll do everything in their power to make sure that this study is crafted in a way where it's going to give them the best chance for it to show the results that they're looking for, even if it isn't necessarily what is going to be actual management for the patient. Wow. Just amazing. I think that really clears up a lot of mystification for people listening. I'd like to chat about a really hot topic to adaptogens, I guess you could say, mushrooms and hemp. Hot topics of conversation and because kind of like what we were saying before, because the results and effects that have been purposefully banned and hidden are just undeniable now with pain management, anxiety, depression, the list just goes on, especially with mycelium being, we will turn to mycelium. It's universal wisdom. Everything is mycelium, which is the way I look at it, which is what you're ingesting when you ingest mushrooms. So I'd like for you to talk about the very rare and unique agaricon mushroom, 
which I recently just started taking. It's phenomenal, as well as the hemp products and maybe clarify some of the stigmas around these for people that may think that these are dangerous or taboo. Yes. Okay. So with the mushrooms in the health and wellness field and the supplement industry, the nutraceutical industry over the past three to four years, mushrooms in general has been the number one trending and selling product as a whole in this whole space. And this is a multi-billion dollar industry. And that just shows like where we're at in the times. Mushrooms are growing, they're trending, they're becoming more known about, people are aware. Part of why I think that is, is that we're just naturally drawn towards them as humans for various reasons. But one reason in particular is that we as humans share 50% of our DNA in common with mushrooms, while only 10% in common with plants. And this information comes from UC Berkeley. And so what that means is that these mushrooms have compounds in them that are very beneficial for us and can support our health in many different ways, brain health, cardiovascular health lung function, immune function, many others as well. And so what we've done, I've been using lion's mane mushroom, several other mushrooms, including agaricon for several years. And this agaricon, Meredith, is what we wanted to bring out along with the lion's mane, but particularly this agaricon for several different reasons. There's a story with this, which is that back after 9-11, the U.S. government, the Department of Defense, the NIH, and the NIAID were all studying through a, this program called Biodefense BioShield at the DOD. They were studying different compounds, and they wanted to see if there are going to be compounds in nature or even pharmaceuticals that could basically act as counter agents to different things like things relating to cows, birds, swine, different pox, things going on. And they wanted to really understand if there were compounds out there that could basically neutralize these. Because remember after 9-11, there was a lot of things going on with anthrax and other biological weapons. And so they wanted to see other counter agents out there. And there was 200,000 different samples submitted to this study. Some were pharmaceuticals, some were natural compounds, and some were natural compounds, including mushrooms. And agaricon, several different strains of that species was submitted. And what ended up happening is that this information came out and became public. It wasn't necessarily intended to become public in terms of what the information was, but it did become public. And this information got out there. And so we know what agaricon is doing. It had very strong biological properties in relation to some of these compounds. Okay. And it was so fascinating that one of the mycologists who submitted samples was speaking with the government was like, Hey, this is incredible stuff. This mycologist was not supposed to get that information, but he did. And he got it out to the public. And what has come from this is that we know scientifically now with robust, up-to-date, modern-day science that agaricon mushroom is very potent and really supports lung, respiratory, immune, and neurological function, as well as supporting a healthy inflammatory response. But there's also very interesting spiritual ramifications of this mushroom, and the lore behind this is fascinating. So. The Haida people of the Pacific Northwest 
throughout British Columbia and Canada and Northwest here in the United States, as well as Greece, this mushroom grows primarily only in these two areas. And it will grow 50 to 70 to 80 years old out in the wild in the old growth forest. And so it's the oldest living fruiting body mushroom that's known. And so if you just think about it from that perspective, it's out there in the wild for 50 to 80 years living off of a tree. And so it has to protect itself. And so that's how it creates or why it creates some of these compounds to help protect itself so it can stay alive. And the benefit for us humans is that when we culture the strains of these, this mushroom, it grows and create and produces this mycelium base and the compounds in that mycelial extract of the agaricon is what's been studied and shown to be so potent in all the different ways that we've talked about. Lastly, in relation to the spiritual side of this mushroom, shamans used to place this over their graves because they believed it would help protect them in the afterlife from demons or evil spirits, things like that. And they even said that this would help protect them from things caused by the spirits. Okay. And people would even place little chunks of the mushroom throughout their home to protect them spiritually. Um, it also has a strong connection to the raven spirit. And it's been said to also protect people or protect women in particular of their sexual health. Now that does relate to things that are specific for women, but also I think there's just this sort of spiritual lore to it that it's protecting women on a in a sacred way from women in particular from being abused in any way by this masculine sort of force. And it has that really protective element to it. Wow. Just incredible. All the different aspects of that. Just insane. And I love also the CBD, the hemp that you guys offer because it doesn't interfere with other painkillers. The endocannabinoid system, that's the beauty of it from taking painkillers for so many years. It's just so nice to have something when you're still in that symptom treating phase to have something that doesn't have the amount of side effects and can still do the job with pain or even be taken in combination with antibiotics. Could you speak a little bit about the purity of the hemp products? Definitely what I feel like I've noticed just in taking a scent CBD versus other companies. Yes, yes. So what we wanted to do is bring something out that was very unique and different from all the different CBD or hemp oil products out there. Having worked in this industry for a while, I saw the boom happen from the very beginning and I saw all these literally thousands of companies form. And now many of them have folded, unfortunately, because there was just not a lot of differentiation in the products. Now there's CBD isolates, there's water uh, infused CBD, there's full spectrum hemp oil, there's CBN, CBG extracts, a lot of different things to choose from. And so it can be confusing. So what we wanted to do is first and foremost, start with a full spectrum extract. And that means we're taking the whole hemp plant and we're extracting all the different cannabinoids in there, the terpenes, the fatty acids, the minerals in there as well, all the different phytonutrients. So we're getting that full spectrum extract. So not just CBD, but 120 plus other cannabinoids. 
And so that is how all those different cannabinoids can actually interact and interplay with that endocannabinoid system. And that induces something called the entourage effect, which is the sum of the parts is greater than the whole. Meaning it's better to take all these different cannabinoids than just one of CBD because the interplay of all of them is actually creating an effect that is different than if you're just taking CBD. So that's what the full spectrum is, but how we actually source it and grow it, that's a whole nother thing too, because there are of course, full spectrum hemp oil products out there, but again, we wanted it to be different. And so what we're doing is we're growing it organically here in the U S we grow it in Iowa and in Colorado. The strain of hemp that we have has been developed over 25 years and we've actually have it in a place where it's so acclaimed that NCBI references this as the gold standard in hemp genome sequencing. So we've sequenced out the whole genome of this. We know what's in there fully. We know the percentages, all of that. And then on top of that, we don't use hexane or CO2 to extract. We use a organic coconut oil MCT, and we create this process called an infusion process. So not extraction, but infusion. And we'll gently warm up that oil with the whole hemp plant and literally squeeze out and press out all the different cannabinoids and all those phytonutrients that we talked about to leave us with that finished product. And it is the most unique infusion slash extraction method in the industry. We've got the most respected strain in relation to hemp genome sequencing, and we grow organically here in the U.S. So. We're very happy with what we've got. Of course, we have all the certifications for GMP certified, all the processing that we're doing. It's all clean and exceeds the qualifications that are needed. So we're very happy with it. We know that it's unique. A lot of people have given us feedback in that regard. Pets can use it too, which is great. And we just really love it and are excited to get it out there even more. Awesome. I love it too. It's just the purity, what you were saying about the process, you can really feel that in taking, especially if you've taken other CBDs. And like you said, there's a whole rich tapestry of different kinds out there and not knocking anyone, but there is a difference when you have something where it's just high purity and it's the whole, it's the infusion process. It's that whole full spectrum plant that you're ingesting you feel it regardless of what anyone says or the data it's really you feel it it's now time for my personal favorite part of the show biohacking with art are you ready yes all right sweet so lance if you had to create an ascent product with any art medium how would you make it and what would you choose so I was reading recently that I think that you're doing some things with augmented reality and possibly virtual reality. So I would like to do something with the algae oil that has some sort of virtual reality or augmented reality where one's consciousness can zoom through space and time and we can infuse with maybe light itself because as we've talked about, the algae oil DHA is facilitating the movement of light in the body, and it's facilitating different quantum processes, quantum tunneling of electrons, namely, 
And this is what gives rise to its quantum properties as being really like a semiconductor. And this is, a, these are words coming from a neuroscientist, Michael Crawford, and that's DHA specifically. So I would like to create something around the algae oil DHA. And as it relates to consciousness or light, the movement of electricity, something like that. Cause I think that really blends the two of what it's doing. Wow. And I love what you were saying about time and light. That is what first attracted me to photography. Light passing through a hole for a certain amount of time. Originally found in nature, the canopies of the trees. So I love that. And the time aspect of traveling through time. That could be really cool. Yeah, yeah, that would be. Sweet. Thank you for just so generously and just so richly sharing with us. It's been such a privilege to listen to you today. Tell us where people can find you and learn more about your incredible work. Thank you, Meredith. It's also been great being on here with you. I really appreciate the invite. I love talking about all this stuff. We know that it's going to help people. People can find me on Instagram, on YouTube, on True Social, and Telegram, just under my name, Lance Shuttler, and then my website, lanceshuttler.com. And that's really where I'm at. And the products, I know that you'll have links in the description where people can get those through your links, and that's great. But you can find me personally on all those platforms under Lance Shuttler. Yes, we will list all of these resources we chatted about today, and as well as some of the research and all of that just so you guys can have the full spectrum of how incredible these products and really the validity of this information is. I hope that everyone is able to take away something from this tremendous conversation we've had today with Lance Shuttler to help them face their shit and heal themselves. And remember, as always, the truth will set you free. We will see you all next time. If you liked this episode or you think this show would be useful for someone else, the best way you can show your support is to share it on your social media outlets with family and friends or subscribe with the link below to receive exclusive perks. And if you're feeling really generous, please leave a review on podchaser.com, YouTube, or Apple Podcasts and pick up a signed copy of my book about how I healed myself from endometriosis on my Instagram at Meredith W. Ochoa. Thank you so much for listening and for having the bravery to face your shit and heal yourself.